Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days Underproduced and Over the Top. I am your host, Arch Madness. It's been a crazy summer. No, go ahead and make noise, guys. Really appreciate it. The whole gang's here. Uh, And I appreciate everyone's patience with these episodes this summer. I mean, weather, crazy schedules for most of my guests and myself as well. But uh, I'm going to make it up to you with this episode you want to talk about making up for lost episodes. I haven't told the guys yet. Exactly. I haven't told anybody. Uh-oh. I haven't even told Bob or, or, or Heartland. <laughs> I haven't told anybody. Doug, Doug. Now Doug knows it's for real. Now Doug knows. <laughs> like if Heartland it, doesn't it, know, it's like in the ball. It's too late for but <laughs> just us to turn around. At the very end of this episode, stick around because I have a bonus interview for you. When this show drops on Friday, that evening, Great White is going to play the Obet Zucchini Fest. And I had a chance to talk. Actually, it was yesterday with Great White's Mark Kendall. Tight. That mm. interview is going to play when this shenanigans comes to an end. And with these guys, I mean, it's that could be hours <laughs> from now. This is the summer what? summer recap episode with the Knights of the Rock Table. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and look, here's the deal. Kev called in. He, he is not going to be here. I still kind of want to read his, his introduction. Yes, please do. I still want to read it. But oh, here we go. Uh, as far as it's, this is one word for you tonight, tonight, <laughs> tonight, he is the producer of the Sunny ninety five, <laughs> Sunny this morning show. Lord Blackmore of the Purple Deep, Greg Hansen. Well, thank you, well, thank you. Uh-huh. In, in, a, in a weird way, you're kind of when it comes to it used to be Bob's role as being kind of the cult hero of this show. Oh yeah, but it's see, I could kind of tell people are like. So is Hansberry oh, coming? I'm the cult hero. So that's kind of what you it's are like the right mysterious now. figure in the background. He really is. All right. I'm the Sid Barrett. So, you know, I helped get this off the ground, and now here I am. <laughs> You're going to be crazy <laughs> like a diamond. And just <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to read Kevin's All right. right okay, now. yeah, go for it. He is the drummer for the Gypsy Kings. He is also the mayor on weekends in Claremont, Kentucky. Mm. Lord of the Thighs, <laughs> Kevin Young. There you go. Who loves Jim Beam? Ow! More than Kev Beam. All right. Hey, thank you, boys. He is the singer. You're not, <laughs> that, was, that was my Kevin. Oh, he'd love that. He would love that. Hansburger. All right. He is a singer for Rock House. And according to Josh and Angie Kulo, the sun cannot burn him. Lord Pretty Boy of the Floyd, <laughs> Doug Blessing. If you caught that episode of I am the Icarus Days. of Columbus, apparently. Well, oh, they said they're, they're so they so obviously Hansberry. They went. Where did you guys go, Doug? We were in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, and I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I, the sun could not burn me. I could so, not get enough sun. Dude, the Kulos came here, and they were all like, they had like hats pulled down low, and there was a lot going. They came on the show, and they're like, yeah, we're just we're hideous. We're like we're just starting to peel. Oh right. Yeah, Have yeah, you yeah, seen yeah, yeah. Doug's like- wife? Have you seen you know what's what's going on? And, uh, and like a leper. so they told a story yeah, about how they got burned. Preserved with alcohol because they I said, could not. Yeah, they said they all got burnt except for the bronze god over here. You got great skin. You got great skin. Well, baby. You know, yeah, great skin. So, uh, so here's what I want to do with this, guys. What I want to do, and, and and honestly, Hansberry, I should say thank you because you gave me a gift here, and, yes, and Doug sir. gave us the group. 
yeah, the the new Rock House. Oh, uh, nice! I'm gonna have to get one of those. And, right? and, and when I say the group, let's, I'm gonna do roll call here. <laughs> cornbread is here. Oh boy, cornbread. Yes. And cornbread. I, here's the deal. I know, like I normally wouldn't play it, but Blessing loves it so much. <laughs> you want to hear Cornbread's theme song? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, there's a Here comes a second. I'm gonna let it ride, cornbread. Oh, there's a pollen on the verses. Alright. So I'm also gonna uh, introduce uh, and he's been on the show a couple different times. Night Ranger John, Night Ranger, everyone. Yeah. Night Ranger John. Good to see you. Last time were you at the Balloon Fest. Is that the last time you saw your boys? Okay. All right. Okay. He didn't go to that show. Evidently, that's my fault. You're gonna be, gonna be Nelson John here pretty soon. <laughs> Jafria John. I'm gonna call you Jafria John. You ever heard of Jafria? Striper John is announced uh, today. Okay. All right. Heartland's here, and then the one and only Flight Pattern Bob. He is the OG when it comes to theme songs. Here he comes. It's flight pattern bound. Yes. He's back. Are there any flights going on right now? All right. No. Okay, not nope. at the moment. All right. Night Ranger John, I did hear it was a good show, though. I heard it was awesome. I heard that them, Brett Michaels. I heard it was awesome. I heard, like, t Kevin Young, the Gypsy Kings, opened that show, mm -hmm. and he yeah. texted me, and he's like, dude, he goes, They're killing Jack, it. He goes, Blades is one of the best performers slash front men, whatever you want to say about Jack Blades, he's he is that good. And uh, his name actually comes up in the uh, Mark Kendall. And Brad interview. Gillis is still playing with them, right? He's, yeah. He, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Kelly I mean, Keegee. Yeah. So still you still got the, the All the key players are still there. Cool. Yeah. You know, that was always cool with Night Ranger. They, you know, with, with Keegee, the way he played from the side view. Yeah. Was, that was kind of different as far as the presentation sure. went. And he sang, too. Yeah. I mean, Sister Christian. I mean, that was it. They could have retired after that. <laughs> I'm going to come full circle because Those you know what radio royalties, you know what it could, it's going to come full circle because mm -hmm. Willie Nelson could have retired after he wrote crazy for that. And uh, boy, it took me a while to get to this story, but <laughs> Hansberry gave me a Willie Nelson sticker, Willie Nelson for president. And that's straight from the Ohio state fair, right? Yeah. That's where all the best bumper stickers come from. Let's, yeah. let's, let's start with you because well, well, this is what we're going to talk about on the show is, is it's a summer recap. And I thought this would be a good time for the nights to get together. And if some of the other guys of some shows that they went to, this is a good time to talk about some of the stuff we've done. Sure. If you saw Doug's post, um, not only the show's, that he's went to to see the or shows performed. that he's performed. That that Lazy Acre show, I cannot wait to talk to Doug about that. <laughs> but let's start with you, Willie Nelson. How right. was it, Hansberry? Uh, yeah, this summer was uh, quality over quantity. I, I didn't go to a lot of shows, but the people I did were legends. Right. Uh, yeah, so Willie was at the State Fair. I've seen him before, but, you know, he's, he's uh, winding down, as they yeah. say. Uh, but it was awesome. Uh, all acoustic, no electric uh, guitars, no electric bass. Lucas with him? Was the kid, any of the kids the, his, there? His, bo his boy was with him. So okay. uh, he sat, Willie sat the whole time. He's getting to the age where he mm. sits the whole time. Mm. But his, his son sat right next to him, and they, they was great. They played off of each other. I mean, it was like they were a band together, like a, the nice. two, two. Did two they play band. Pearl Jam's Just Breathe? They did not. Okay. I was, I was keeping an eye out for that. You had you had talked about that the morning of the and, show. And, and this is the second time I've talked about this today. Uh, we uh, when I talk Pearl Jam, it's usually with Dorsey. 
uh, when I talk Willie Nelson, it's usually with you, Hansberry. <laughs> but uh, so, Doug, there's a version of Just Breathe, mm-hmm. and Willie and his son do it. The video is amazing. They're Sweet. driving in this. They're, they're they're traveling around, but at the end, oh, there's a plane. Son there's of a, a bitch. Plane. Everybody's like, this was would have been a great. Here it comes, oh yeah, it's flight it pattern by. It happens. It happens. It, we got Bob. It's part of the game. Guys are alive tonight. Part of the game. Concussions. Or no hot chicks. It is Philly, you know. Uh, 92 yeah. souls. Wah, wah. Okay. How low was that? Oh, excuse me. How high was that plane? <laughs> How high? How high was it, dude? Was it higher than I am? No, it wasn't higher than Exactly. You. It was about 1,900 feet. Okay, 1,900 feet. So. <laughs> Plenty of time to get high. But just breathe. And there's, this, uh, yeah, there's, a, there's get, a part yeah. where Willie drives off in the car by himself and his son's not with him. And it's, it's, it's see you on the other side is the end of that, is that verse. Oh, wow. it's, it's really, it's a really cool video. And if you haven't seen it, folks do it. Yeah. But, his son uh, was a very integral part of the show. Like he, yeah. took, he did maybe three or four songs. How long did Willie play? Break. How long did Willie play? Uh, uh, hour and a half. Okay. You know, I mean, that it was sounded a good like show. 50 minutes the way you were getting ready to, the way no, you hesitated. No, no. I just, I just sound like a 50 minute show. I'm just enjoying it all. I couldn't remember. So one of the, like with these legendary performers that are still out there, was it kind of like, did he talk between the songs or was it pretty much just like he just did the music and was just kind of like getting through the show? Um, well, Willie, he talked a little bit like, uh, in the kind of the beginning, but then mm-hmm. he just kept cooking. Yeah. Like, and I think that's always been his style. That's his thing. And he always plays at almost double time yeah. too. So you go through it and you're like, Oh, oh shit, that's me and Paul. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, you're, you're trying to follow along cause he has so much yeah. in his library. He has yep. so much in his arsenal that he just, he, he gets through them, man. There's not a lot of bullshit. Clapping. Not a lot of bullshit. He'll just kick right in another okay. song. Did people stand up? Like I've seen Willie a handful of times and I actually got to do this once where you, you stand up and like he acknowledges you. Did people do that? Do that? No, okay. no, no, no. That no, happened no. once at Polaris. I was talking to my mom on the phone during me and Paul and it was me and Dan Orr and Dan's like, just stand up, man. He's going to point at you. So I stood up and I like waved at Willie and he's like, hey, Stopped and pointed nice. at him. I was like, yeah. yeah I was nice. like, mom, he, he just pointed point. at us. He just really just no, pointed at he, us. He was slowing down. I mean, it was yeah. the very first song. I was not good. I don't know if it was just the sound or what, but he was breathing hard. This guitar sounded like shit. But thankfully, by song number two or three, they, they had it dialed in. And Aww. But that first song was like, this is going to be a long night. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he killed it. And like I said, his son was awesome. Uh and he had a harmonica player that only played harmonica the whole He's show. He's been with him the entire time. Yep. He, he, yeah. was a, he was a, original, a young dude. And you, you look at him and you're like, wow, he's not that old. But he got, he was been, he's been with Willie. And for the records that a lot of us grew up with in the 70s, the, the, you know, the Outlaws with Waylon and, mm-hmm. you know, and the, right. that whole album, those songs that Willie did, that was his, that was his harmonica that player. Was his guy. You know, and, had, and his sister, who recently passed away, uh, she was always with him uh, on with the piano. family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Family band. So. Uh, the only other takeaway is he was pushing his Willie's reserve. <laughs> oh, look at <laughs> Which that. Which is guys. his weed. Is okay, his yeah, weed I was like, that could be a number of things. Yeah. What is wait Willie's reserve? Willie's reserve is his weed. Yeah. Oh, I did not know oh, that. He has, yeah. But I'm going to show you this really cool uh, Willie's reserve grinder <laughs> I have in there. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no, there's just as much Willie's reserve merch going around than there was. That uh, was a smart move. And, and Doug, he was dealing with one of those things where it's, he had to go see him before this you, you know that's it mm-hmm. uh, we you know we bring up dorsey a lot here on on this show he had to do that with ozzy 
-hmm. Like he went went up to Cleveland mm -hmm. and saw Ozzy, and that was the last tour for for Ozzy. Sure. And so that was a decision you made because you know, man, like there's not much. That's where we're yeah, at, man. That's where with, we're these, at, dude. with these guys, but sure, he's you know? yeah. he's sure he's at. Willie's. And, and like, the show at the State Fair is always Beetle bit. It's I'm sorry. Well, well, yeah, but it's just fun anyway because it's a weird crowd. It's in a weird just a weird like, venue bomb shelter. Yeah, it's like yeah, right. uh, airplane hangar. <laughs> uh, you're like in folding chairs. Right. Like it's just a weird experience. But it's that's also what makes it so cool. Like yeah. They got Willie there one night in an RV show in there the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You know? It was like Nelly was like a couple nights before. Yeah. So we go. We're going from Willie, and thank you for the sticker. Yeah, so anyway, I am, I, I, am, I got you a Willie Nelson for I president. I never talk politics on the show, but I absolutely would vote for Willie Nelson. Vote for I'm Willie. going to put that right over Legalize there. Legalize it. So what else? <laughs> what else? What else have you seen? We're going to go from Willie Nelson to... Yeah, well, before we get to the, the, the one that I've got the most to talk about, let me tell you about somebody that surprised the pants off of me, uh, Elton John. Oh, oh yeah, cool I man! See, My sisters went to that. I went show. to see Elton John up in uh, Cleveland at oh, where, the, uh, Cleveland the Cleveland show where uh, the uh, Guardians play, mm -hmm. whatever Progressive Field. And I wanted to but go because uh, like, no, it's what you saw. That's huh? That's where the okay. I'm sorry. What? It's where the Browns play. Where does the where do the Indians or the oh Guardians? you said the Indians oh, oh the Guardians. Guardians oh my god I forgot that was their name yeah. they have a new name this year Arch oh my god <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that was their name and we just took three of and we we just took three of four from them last week so that's where it's not even sticking I'm, I'm my Mariners are hot my Mariners are yes, hot right. I I'm said sorry. the Guardians not the Indians you're right you're right uh, oh that's getting edited out <laughs> just kidding uh, but it was cool I took my daughter it was her first concert ever uh, it, it was a cool show and. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge Elton fan. Obviously, again, he's a legend, and uh, he, I, these tickets kind of fell into my lap last second, and I was like, let's go. We cruised up there, and uh, the trip was awesome, and he surprised me. Like, they were, he was actually jamming his guitar player. I mean, his, he, had, he had three drummers. He had, uh, this guitar player was just slaying it like he could have played he could have been up there with Ozzy or any any 80s hair band but you know he was just a little more re restrained with mm -hmm. with uh with Elton but then that's um, a big one dude I mean you were talking about Willie Nelson you're talking about Elton John yeah, yeah. Those, those are huge shows before we get to the, the next show I mean what yeah. was it like taking your kid man that's, it was awesome I, I mean that's so yeah my daughter's the first concert if she's seven so it good was dad. cool good that's being a good it dad. was awesome she like she didn't know what to expect on the way up. I was like, what do you think is going to happen? She's like, is it going to be loud music and a bunch of people cheering? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we had cool seats. Just like you see on TV. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. That's but a good first yeah, show yeah, for her, great. too. That's a good and first we, show. And we sat like in, in the like middle area, de like the middle deck, mid deck, with like a bunch of old other folks who weren't staying. You know, everybody was sitting. It was a pretty mild crowd. You know, not a lot of pot. Uh, Everybody's, oh, hold but, on. I hear something. I hear something. Hold on. Here we comes, oh yeah. It's fly pattern bound. Cans are flying, too. Cans are flying, so. Chicago. Sh Chicago. We've already. 23 souls. 23 souls from Chicago. One hot chick. Ooh, there's one hot uh, chick. All right. One dog. One dog. Okay. Four legs or two? Okay. Okay. What, what was that? It doesn't show. It doesn't show that. I didn't know where so, I didn't know where we're taking this app. So Hansberry, what yeah. was his? I'm sorry, uh, Duck's trying to save it. What was his? What, what was his repertoire like that night? Did he did he go? Did he span the whole catalog? Or did he kind of keep to like the older stuff? He did it all. He did it all. Um, and we left a little early because I was with the kid and it was in Cleveland. But uh, push light, Dave. 
he played. He took his time. He was the opposite of Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. He played one song and drug it out as long as he possibly could. Mm-hmm. And then in between each songs, he waited like two or three minutes. He would walk around and just like. Well, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Cheer for him. He, he knows. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is the last go-round. So, yeah. And that's that's yeah. why this Elton tour has been pretty emotional. If you read some of the stuff. Sure. And that my sisters absolutely loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. that they grew up in the 70s. So that was. It, it's just. It's cool, yeah. man. It's yeah. cool. Because everything I've read, like Elton's like, he takes the time with every part of the yeah. audience to say was, goodbye. Exactly. So, and Jesus, uh, these are sad reviews, but they're awesome. Yeah, but like, and I don't I'll think it, the, in some, summation, I'll give him credit. I never really lumped him in with like the classic rock scene. I mean, you I, don't? He, he, I do, kind of. He is of that kinda. scene, but maybe only because it's, he was doing fucking Lion King when I was growing up. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> right, right. So, uh... That's <laughs> right. The Phil Collins and uh, Elton John, the Andre right. knows her, Tarzan right. and the Lion King. Right. That's, that's right. what we got. Right, right. So, so uh, he jammed these songs out. You know, the oh, hits... Oh, man, that's uh, awesome. Tiny Dancer, uh, you know, they... They uh, oh and Rocket Rocket Man like they jammed out it was almost like a, a jam band scene like they 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 came back and, and played the like a four minute just uh, epic like jam at the end of it like it, you could I like was like this dude is a rock star he's not just a, ready for my a, hot a fancy take? pop guy. here's a hot take I gotta think of a new way to call I need something else. I gotta call it something. Hot pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> I like that. I don't. I don't hate it. Okay. Well, I don't yeah, hate that. You can keep it. Uh, so there's my hot pocket on this one. I like Elton more than I do Billy Joel. If we're gonna fight the Billy Joel, okay. and Elton Joel, wow. if we're gonna Just fight the, the, if we're gonna yes. fight the, and Bob's a big Billy Joel. We'll, guy. we'll, we'll come if, back to that. Yeah, but but I, I yeah I do I like I was more of an Elton guy than I was a Billy Joel guy. What I, do you think of that? I think I kind of agree. Yeah, I do, man. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Bob built this. Bob built this bar. That's kind of an inside joke. We yeah. always Bob's always talking about Billy Joel and why we don't play Billy Joel in the garages and stuff. He stuck when he made that for me the bar. <laughs> he stuck a Billy Joel sticker underneath oh it. So oh there's yeah. a Billy Joel sticker underneath the. I'm sorry. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. No, that, yeah. no you, that was it. So, you know, you it, it was fun. Oh, it was a cool what show. Else? What else? Here we go. Uh, These are huge, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah like I said. Are, and, um, well, and the other thing is, uh, I had two or three other shows that actually got canceled. Like, this year, there actually were a handful of shows that got COVID canceled. Uh, I can't wait to hear them. Here it comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern bound. Yes, Bob. It's out of Denver. Black Ops. Yeah, we're China. Mm. Rocky Mountain High, though, bro. Oh, yeah. 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 Rocky Mountain High. All right. Hansberry Apple. <laughs> yeah, Doug. Throwing it oh, down. It's yeah. a nice cooler you got, too, Doug. Well, thanks. That's my, be- that's my beach cooler, Arch. I like that. I have an Iron Maiden one. <laughs> Doesn't. I know. No sand in it. Night Ranger John, are you okay? Did you? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm loving the story. Okay, aren't these awesome? So, so just checking your list off here, yeah, Hansberry. Yeah, yeah. Can, can we call you Hansberger? Uh, we should call him Hansberger. Uh, Hansberger. Hansberger. Yeah, so you so you did have a couple of shows that were COVID canceled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing crazy. Just some rock, uh, indie rock shows. Mm. Uh, the, my morning jacket. You know, more of a yeah. contemporary rock band. I like those guys. Oh, I'm glad we missed that COVID. story. Jesus. Uh, well, come on. Uh, anyway, hold on. Let me ask. Oh, you know who I'm going to ask about oh, that? Oh, there's a party going What do you hey, think my that? morning jacket. <laughs> Would you go to a my morning jacket show, cornbread? Fuck 
I'm sorry. I'm no. I, I'm sorry. You're fine. I'm sorry. I'm You're sorry. Fine. <laughs> how many? T- hey, ask him how many times he's seen Rush. How many times he's seen Rush? Cornbread. 18. How many? Eighteen. Eighteen times. I know. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. But okay. who else? Well, you missed uh, some other shows. I, 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 and I can't even think of the other one. They were just more smaller indie bands right like that. Uh, but then finally, uh, just the other week, um, was uh, the, the controversial legendary uh, Roger Waters show. Yeah. And have you? This is not a drill tour. Oh, oh dude. You, here's the hold on. Here he comes. Oh, yeah. It's fly pattern bound. Yes, Bob. New York. Three hot yeah. chicks. And there's a, a gilf. gilf on there. Oh my god. How many how many souls total? Oh, oh I forgot. 117. 117. Okay. <sighs> All right, so tell us. Right. We went, so but you never seen Roger Waters. <laughs> well, Doug, are you all right not, with no, this? No, that's not true. Doug, you I knew saw it was going to go off the rails <laughs> soon. I, when you came out here. I mean, I didn't know we'd be four flights deep 5 minutes in, man. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like spring break week or something. I know. I know, but we deal with this. We deal with this. This is how we live. That's why we have a flight pattern, Bob. You only get one or two flights. You know, why would you, Why'd you why would that? I hire Bob, right? Yeah, you do that but at now home. it's like, yeah, yeah. we need, yeah, we need Bob. Yeah, that's why he didn't, wouldn't need to be on the payroll. So Roger Waters, let's be honest, this is another guy. Right. He's he's done. He's rounding third as far uh, as his performing. Do you, well, okay. He, well, well, he had he had a lot of life in him. I, I gotta say, uh, I, I had seen him before, maybe about like maybe twenty ten or eleven. He did the the Wall mm-hmm. tour. I saw him there uh, up in, at at, uh, at Chicago, wherever the, the Bulls play. I can't think of what that place is called off the top of my head. Thank you, United Center. United Center. Yep. And that was cool. Good job, and, and, and that was more straightforward. The Wall, right? right you know, but but. Uh, to, 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 like just to get this out of the it. way. Just go ahead and no, say no, 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 no. Let me start with uh, production-wise, second to none. Of course, it's Roger Waters, man. It was right? the cool, probably the coolest stage setup I ever saw. It was at uh, uh, where the Blue Jackets play, Nationwide Arena. So mm-hmm. uh, everyone was in a round. We're not called the Blue Jackets anymore, or whatever the hell. The they're, they're the Guardians, the blue, <laughs> the Blue Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> so it looked like a, a, a like a uh, the shape of a cross in the middle of the floor. Oh, Everyone, here we like, go. The, yeah. Well, it wasn't like a Jesus Get off cross. My lawn. It was like a plus a plus sign. Here this might be the most flights. Oh, yeah. It's fly pattern. Hansberry's just going to the fridge. He's going to the fridge. I mean, it's this is what, what do you got, Bob? Uh, Atlanta, one hundred and seventy seven souls. Four hot chicks. A milf. A milf. Yeah. Oh, there's a milf. Too young for you guys. Right on. Uh, huh? That's it. <laughs> All right, there you go. Calm down. Can, but what? Can, I want. I, I love your review, but I kind of want Doug's review on what's happening with the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's just like Jesus, dude. Like how many freaking planes? This is exactly what I expected. Well, last time I was over, remember Bob wasn't here. Oh. So we kind of had to, we kind of, you know, it's had always, to breeze over the, the flights. It always gets crazy. I feel like we're, when I, blessings here, man. Yeah. We do have some crazy shows. We usually shows. have a leaf blowers. We have Harley crazy Davidson shows riders. You together. never know what. Biker gangs. Exactly. Yeah, we've had okay. it all. All right, so go on. Roger Waters. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you no, know, I'm, I'm talking with just the cool stuff at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it was in the middle. It was like the shape of like a plus sign. And so it was like this full circle deal. Uh, you know, there's like like eight people on stage, backup singers. I mean, it was second to none production wise. Um, the screens were just trippy. Uh, it was awesome, but 
he it was very very politically charged right, like man. oh wow and, and not like uh you know like like he makes uh Ted Nugent seem like like a you know like a pacifist <laughs> like a Clinton <laughs> right right yeah. like, I got you like like you know like okay he's wearing a hippie shirt or whatever like every song if he wasn't saying something about it on the screen right on. there was something about it you really? know uh you know like um going off about like uh how many uh guatemalans uh reagan has killed well, and right. all like all like okay. well, i mean no i get it man and from what i've can gather and and say this i mean he was all over Biden this time. He was all over Trump last time. Mm-hmm. And this is, he's Actually, like, dude, and honestly, if Willie Nelson was president, he would probably hate his guts so too. You're, you're kind <laughs> of right, but you're also, he was, he was equally, uh, uh hating on everybody. Oh, without a like, doubt. He, That's he, Raj, he, man. Yeah. That's, he, he put a thing up about Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Everybody started booing him. Then he did a thing about Trump. Or, or, or wait, no, I'm sorry. He did a thing about Hillary, and everybody started like cheering him. Mm-hmm. Then right after the Hillary thing, he put something up on the on the screen about Trump, and everybody started booing him. People didn't know what to think. It yeah. was the weirdest fucking thing. That is weird. <laughs> no one knew. And what he's to not think. from the U.S., which yeah. is so strange. Right? Like he would be uh, so Doug, I know so Here, vocal about our politics. Yep. Here's what Very I want to know. What did your seven-year-old daughter think of this? <laughs> she was into it. <laughs> did you take her to no, this one, no, too? No, right. no, I'm just I I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I, had, I had needed an out, Doug. I needed an out, and that was it. She, she was eating her snow cone, but she, That was, uh, that was the out. Uh, that was the out. Performance-wise, he, did a, I get ch- it, he did a chunk of uh, Wish You Were Here, a chunk of, of, of Dark Side of the Moon, mm, The it, Wall. He did a couple solo tracks. Uh, um, that, that part was... Flawless, awesome. He's the Brian Wilson right. of, but he just and then the thing that's pretty man. I mean, he's the, the, dude. I yeah. get it. He really is. The, I, the other thing that was the most intense is he comes out in the wall. You know, this, this second half of the wall where uh, I, and I can't remember the song, but like where everybody's doing the 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 marching, yeah, the tear the, down the wall. Right, right, right. Yeah. He has he's in the trench coat and he's got a machine gun, uh, and he's like. Just starts rattling off this. Now, is this gun. what they sent the warning about? Because the, wherever they did this, they got in trouble the first night because there was a bunch oh, of gunshots. Yeah. Okay, and they and they he kind of got flagged on that, and he said, "Look, here's the deal: we're not taking this out." And yep. I want to say that was when it was in Pittsburgh, and it was on its way here. Maybe so they, but at the beginning, it made it to the point where they had to say something beforehand. They had to like make like an there will be simulated gunshots. Yes, so everyone knows. Whatever. You know what I mean? Because anyway, they didn't say that about the gunshots at the beginning, but they said we had a close with Willie Nelson. Well, yeah, a little more upbeat. Uh, he at the very beginning he said uh, something about if you don't agree with my politics, fuck off and go to the bar. Like before right. it even starts, right. which, which is. Hey, you know, <laughs> you know, what I, I get it, man. Yeah, we well, go to see yeah, Roger Waters, yeah. well, and all right, and then we'll be done with this. But I. Dude, there was, and, and it happened, it kind of happened again this time, which is kind of weird, but it was about, I want to say three or four years ago, where I saw Nuge on a Tuesday and Raj on a Thursday. It was it was one of those deals where it was like, it's going to happen, yeah. guys, and right. we, you know what you're getting. You yeah, know that what was, I that mean? was the week you got your yes. American flag tattoo, yeah. I remember yeah. that, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, and to wrap it up. Exactly. To wrap it up, you knew it was painful. It was on my ankle. That one hurt. If you get them on your ankle, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, we knew what we were getting. I was a little taken aback at how intense and it was it was on everything. Well, it, 
And and the machine gun thing, he I saw him also defend it. He was like, "Look, I've been doing this machine gun thing since the fucking seventies. It's not my right. fault that yeah. all of a sudden now it's too it big of a deal. You. It's a trick. Right. Yeah, right. I've so, always been doing right, right on. Yeah. So I get it. And I, I get got, it. So this is yeah, the has been doing the same shtick for for yeah, exactly. forty years. You exactly. Know? So Everything whatever. He said, I know this lane. A, Disagree with it just mm-hmm. was so intense. That's and, and, but, but awesome. that's why you go. But it was awesome. That's where yeah. you go. I'll Look, go man, I'm, I'll I'm, go I, I'm probably not gonna go to 4:30 mass before I go see Manson. <laughs> you, you, right. you know, you you know yeah. what you're getting, man. When yeah. you when you go to these shows yeah, and as right. rock fans, Jesus, is there what? Do you, anything else? What else? Yeah, what no, you got to close? I did, did want to ask you because uh, yeah, 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 yeah. um, so first of all, how uh, did you sit on the floor? Uh, sound like you were on the floor. Or so. Funny and this enough, was in the round. This was in the round. The show was in the round. Right. Um, it did not sell out. So everybody that was in the upper deck or mm-hmm. upper circle, they they closed it all off and moved everybody okay, down. Okay, yeah, because so, that was what I was going to ask you is it, how, it, how, how crowded it, it was. was. It did not. It was probably half. half. Tickets were 150 range? I don't probably? know. I got them from work for free. Okay. Roger Waters folks sent an email sent inviting... The, the media and the press oh, to come. Okay, cool. Again, probably because they weren't selling That's shit. That's true. They weren't I selling Now, were you planning on that. going I when you, they that. announced it? I didn't even know he was fucking coming to town. Because, uh, I mean, it's this is like his last go round. It's got to be. I didn't you know, know this he was coming to town. That's, that's, that's my point. That's my point. And, and the, at the time of this recording, let me say this. You know, Ozzy took off for, for England. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. I mean, this is... We're, we're round, I say we're rounding third. We're rounding third here, guys. Yeah. You know, Coverdale's and probably but, done. You know, we, we but were none of the, texting I'm, I'm, about that the other day. And yeah. I shouldn't have thrown Ozzy in there because his situation is a little more dire, I yeah. think, than yeah. some of the guys that we're talking about. But I mean, these these cats yeah. are old, man. Yeah. Physically, he, he Roger looked good. He he looked good. Dude, he stood he's, up there. I, he's he's so sharp. Yeah, he's so sharp. Yeah. And that show is so flipping good, man. Yeah, I, I mean, he, maybe this is the one like time a... I haven't gone to see him since he this since he got back and has been doing Floyd songs. You think maybe he could do like a? I mean, maybe he could tour do like theater type shows. You know, I'd, the I'd same way that a lot I'd of guys from that era have done later in their career. Is that I, what that he might, wants to do? I don't know. Is that I mean, what he you know, wants maybe, to do? Maybe, you know, if he can only sell, you know, if he's playing a 15, 18,000 seat well, arena the and wall selling 8,000 tickets. You shouldn't have any problem with playing a small place. Sure. You know, when Roger used to bitch about what Pink Floyd was doing, mm-hmm. it was it was against what they were writing those songs about. Yeah. Right? Am, am I right? No, you're, I, you're 100% right. Well, yeah, it's right? totally so, anti-establishment, basically. Right. So, anyway, you shouldn't have a problem. Yeah. Was yeah. coming over and playing a pizza joint. Yeah, he, he, uh, <laughs> he nailed it on the head. I mean, it was small enough that he could have done that at yeah. at the Ohio Theater, and that would be super cool to see it like the Palace or yeah. the Ohio Theater when there's th- you know thirty five hundred, four thousand people there, He's, and it'd be like a, really more of a uh, intimate performance. Yeah. A lot of those this. guys have done later in their career. And, so. and Doug backed me up, a fellow Gen Xer. I mean, dude, that's a great checklist. I mean, Willie, yeah. Yeah. Roger, um, yeah. Elton John. I mean, boom, boom, boom. Honest to God, man, that that's abs- that's solid. That's yeah. quality that's over solid. quality this summer. That is solid. Anything else i would love to because i want to start talking about happy things when we get to doug uh i'm trying to think of any celebrity uh, you know anybody that died over the year no i'm just kidding (laughs) right (laughs) no that's cool hansberry jeff beck's coming to cincinnati i know know that's and clapton's coming through i'm going to clapton i'll actually be broadcasting at the varsity club before the clapton show up pretty soon that yes that will be next thursday by the time you're listening to this okay but yeah that's that's the long and the short of it uh been blown a lot of money in records, you know, still doing the record collection. I'd be disappointed if you had. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm going to go next, Doug, Wait, because I want to close with you because you have a lot. And I think it's kind of cool. You want to follow yeah. Roger Waters? Yeah, where I have neither quality nor quantity. So there you go. No, That's you do. You do. And, and, and I think it's going to be fun to close with you because right, okay. uh, he's talking about a bunch of artists. And you guys are going to dig this. He's talking about a bunch of artists who are kind of, I keep saying, rounding third base. So what I want to throw at you guys is what I've done this summer. And it is the, and I'm telling you. This it's the new wave of classic rock. Yeah. This summer I have seen Greta Van Fleet, Rival Sons, and Goodbye June. Wow. And and, nice. and I'm planning on seeing Marcus King yeah. on the seventeenth. Don't bring it up with Bob. He's really upset about that. I will say this the Young Blood album that just came out last Friday is amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. Uh, Marcus King is good. And here's like when I talk to these guys, when I interview guys. From Goodbye June, when I interview guys from it, it doesn't matter if it's you hear like Dirty Honey. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to talk to, to their lead singer a couple of weeks back. All these cats bring up Marcus King. Really, every okay. one of them nice. bring up Marcus King, and, and so there's something there. This new record is called Young Blood. Phenomenal. Dorsey I mean, it's pulls top me to aside. Bottom, top I, to bottom. I can't remember the last time. At, Flight I worked at a radio station, and somebody was like, "You got to listen to this song." And Mike Dorsey did that with a couple of tracks from from Young Blood, uh, and these shows exciting. were amazing. The, and cool. I and I think people who listen to my radio show and people who listen to this podcast are absolutely sick of me talking about. They're they're sick and tired of me talking about that Greta Van Fleet show, which was amazing. That was yeah. I saw it where it's where it's at. That was yeah. almost twenty thousand people sold out. Rival Sons. Jay Buchanan is the best singer in rock and roll no right now. I'm talking to uh, my my buddies from uh, from Lovesick Radio, and they said, "Well, you know, Jay Buchanan is this generation's Paul Rogers." Mm. And I was, and wow. I was, I did, and then I go back and I listen to it, and I'm like, you know what? He's, they're they're right, man. They're absolutely right. Rival Sons is amazing. And let me just say this, and then we'll get to to Douglas because he's had an awesome awesome summer. And Flight Pattern Bob will back me up on this. Tyler Baker is one of the best young guitar players. Yeah. I just saw a Southern Malcolm Young at, at, at it, it was it was big, amazing. Big it was amazing. Flight Pattern Bob. Flight Pattern Bob. Goodbye June. And you know, and we, <clears throat> we talk about these bands and and we know how we love South of Eden and we and and Dirty Honey's awesome and, and Greta and, and there's so many great artists. Mm-hmm. And look, man, I'll put Ehab and Justin up against anybody, let alone the rhythm section of South of Eden. But the, the, that Baker kid from wow. from from Goodbye June is he, he was a show of himself. I mean, he's he's amazing. And you go to hear Landon. You go to hear that voice because mm-hmm. people say that's yeah, mid, got that mid to late seventies yeah. Bond Scott. And you right. go and you hear it and you're like, but when you see everything behind it, right? Oh, yeah. So how yeah. was the attendance at that show? Because that was the basement. It was right? it was it was it was minimal. I mean, it mm. was half full. You know what it's like to see a show at the basement. Yeah, yeah. Five years ago, almost to the day, Greta Greta played I there because yeah. we got Jerry's. Elliot's kid yeah. into that show. Oh, yeah. We were all hip to it. We're like, dude, this is going to be yeah, huge. Yeah, like 100 people there. It's going to yeah. be huge. And there was 100 people there. And then I saw him, you know, a couple months ago. These guys from Michigan. You right. Uh, yeah, Frankenmuth. Yeah, 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 Merry yeah. Christmas. Playing on a weeknight in a basement. <laughs> so, yeah, but they're amazing. This, this movement is awesome. This is the best movement since Seattle, guys. This is the best movement since Seattle. That's cool to hear. It, it, it truly is. And, and goodbye, June. I'm so glad I got Bob to see that. Rival Sons. 
like I said, Jay Buchanan, pretty incredible. The Greta Van Fleet thing, I had no idea that it was that huge. What happened? I had no idea that it was that big. Guys, there was a, and I'll say it again, then I'm, there was a Beatlemania to that screaming. There, there was, there was something to it, and it was sold out. Wow! It, 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 and I gotta say, I, I have, you know, obviously we all had, you know, their, their, their first album, and then we all jumped all over the second. I have not really heard that much of their new music. Well, that's what I was I've, I've heard. It's you know, really the first good. couple songs it's that really came good. out, I did, but it's I really good. Yeah, it's, maybe I need to spend more time listening to it because I really haven't up, paid much attention to him this past year. We've brought yeah. up Roger Waters. There's a Floyd element. Not just Zeppelin. The, and that's what these bands are rush. doing. There's a rush vibe. There's a rush vibe. Dude, when they played Black Smoke Rising, I mean, that was, it was, it was we've always said that that's their kind of their their rush song. Everybody says that, you know, Greta sounds like Zeppelin and blah, blah, blah. Dude, these, these, these young people are pulling from all of them. And that's what the Marcus King album is. There's there's some Skinnerd, yep. there's some Billy Gibbons in there, yep. and there's some there's some Fogarty. Yeah, there's there's a song I want to play for you guys once we're done that, here. That's the song that Dorsey pulled that, me aside yes, to hear. It's really. it's Run Through the Jungle, CCR good, and even the, he, even uh, he, uh, these, Hendrix. These kids are amazing. Of, uh, Hendrix, oh, without uh, a doubt, there, without a doubt, it's Crosstown the Traffic new Marcus Light. King. The new Marcus King is Youngblood, but but see where the night goes is my album of the summer. And really, my album of the year so far until I heard the Marcus King record, and that's Goodbye June. <laughs> Goodbye June is that one, I, did, I have listened to that all the way through. And it How is, good it is that, totally dog? All right, I'm I, I, run, I, I felt the same way about that that I did when I listened to uh, Dirty Honey's first EP right. when it came yeah. out, and I was like, this is like incredibly solid all the way through, and I felt, I felt that same way I listened to Goodbye June. I had every intention of going with you, and then I ended up being out of town, but that was uh, it's a it great was, album. Yeah, solid. It, it was so it was so good. Bob, I, I would come to you again for for goodbye june reviews but Here we, come, we need you oh yeah, pattern what you get paid the big bucks for bob out of new york here we go here we go 104 souls 104 souls oh there's two hot chicks on this plane <laughs> jesus that's a. That's, that's what what is it? What's going on, Bob? I don't know if I like those odds, Bob. That's crazy. How many? Two percent. Two percent? Okay. I don't know about those odds, Bob. Mm. You take out the guys. <laughs> I don't want to be on a desert island on that plane ride, Bob. Before I get to Doug Blessing <laughs> and what he has done this summer. I did write some notes. I wanted to make sure I get I got the uh, Marcus King Youngblood info out there, and I did. Let me also say this: um, I am down with the Pantera reunion. Oh my god! I was uh, just looking it up. So to ask you about it. People yeah, want to, and people are asking me. And I haven't like, had a chance to talk to you about so that. But I knew you would. I was just down. looking up the details. I am down. I am down. 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 And down. some of the guys that yeah right. Some of the guys <laughs> that I saw uh, that we had for our uh, the the. the the, sh- the episode that yeah, we did. Yeah, back the in the mini final series analysis that, days, we did a whole thing on the 15th anniversary. It was the 15th anniversary at the shooting at the Al Rosa Villa. But we yeah. really dug in and made it about Pantera, made it about the venue, and, and tried to kind of highlight those things. Let me say this, and dude, this is divisive. Like, there's a lot of shit going on out there. People are upset. Um, I am for it. I will go to it. And I've talked to some of the guys that uh, the guys I grew up with. And mm-hmm. if it makes its way in 2023, and the talk is that 
they're doing festivals right now. They're doing festivals in South America. For those that don't know, uh, the Pantera, it's, it's, it's a tribute. It's a tribute to the brothers. It's Zach Wilde and, and Charlie Benante on drums from, well, and from, Zach from Wilde, Anthrax. I mean, these are guys that ran with them. A-listers. These, are, these, guys, yeah. these yeah. guys, but these guys knew Pantera yeah. when they were on tour with their bands, with Anthrax and the Metallicas and all this. These, all these guys stopped to see the guys in Pantera when they were, they weren't anybody's. They were teenagers. Did, uh, Archie, you'd be able to answer, did... Did Pantera open for Ozzy back in those days? Oh, without a doubt. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I was trying to remember if they well, had, you know, I'm well, like, if they might have gotten the to know no, Zach th back then. No, no, no. And, and uh, there's like, I shouldn't say back in the day because that's not true. They were a big part of the Ozfest stuff that, that okay. happened. Right. But as far as Zach Wilde, him and Dime were super duper tight. In fact, a lot of people, and I don't, and there's, there's so much bullshit that goes on, like with fans and stuff, as far as, Who's who's better and who's not? And who got. Dime had a big part of Zach getting the gig. Really? He did. Okay. He yeah. did for Ozzy. For Ozzy. So some people there's there's so many layers because to this whole Ozzy story. saw the 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 new up and coming. Well, sound they were trying to figure it out. Like, he was Ozzy's always been looking for the next Randy Rhodes. <clears throat> right. He's been looking for the next Randy Rhodes, and I don't mm. know. And, and and you know what a big Jake guy I am, and that was those were tough shoes to kind of hop in on. And but Dime had a played a role in in Zach's getting the gig without from what you read and what sure. you hear. So mm -hmm. I, um, See, Ozzy wanted to capitalize on that. On yeah, man, Dime's, he wanted it. Dime sound and, and well, the, 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 I mean I, that was even before. I mean Zach got the job in the late '80s, and you got to remember it was you know it was 1990 when like Cowboys from Hell yeah. and stuff took yeah. off. So I was so saying there had to be people like, came in. I would think it was they probably had to and, maybe and, open and, for Ozzy. And Doug, then, yeah. it was the the Ride the Lightning tour. When Lars and James stopped and stayed with the Abbott brothers, I mean, all these people knew about these these kids here with this band, and they were trying. You know, they were hair band to the. You know, they had yeah. the VHS at that point, tape. Pre, yeah, those early pictures of Pantera. Are great. This is yeah. pre Phil. <laughs> that was great, and and everything. So, uh, there's anyway. I'm down. I'm down mm, with sure. it. I'm super excited. Cool. The guys I grew up with and the guys that I followed Pantera with, uh, we're we're in and we're going. Yeah, and and look, Phil and Rex. Especially Rex. Rex from a point that he grew up with the brothers. Phil from a part that he was a, an integral songwriting sure. partner with Dime. You know, as far as the sound and, and the production, Vinny was amazing. He was amazing. But it's it's Dime. It's always the lead singer mm -hmm. and the guitarist for the best bands and, and their relationship and how they wrote together. So I... I I think Phil's clean now. I know Phil's made a lot of bad. Mm. While we're while this show's already gone down that road, <laughs> Phil's made a lot of mistakes. But mm. heroin is a hell of a drug, guys. And I can tell that Phil's clean right now. And I can when he's Brilliant. clean and he's, <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for Phil. I'm happy for Rex. And everybody has signed off on it. Rita signed off on okay. it. Uh, uh, Vinny's estate has signed off on it. And look, Vinny. So it's not just a cash grab. And, for, and Phil for, to... for me, as a, as a Pantera fan, I get why Vinny didn't want to to do any of this shit. I right, get it. Right, right, right. No one walked in those shoes, and and that's. You know, I would never ever. It even makes I more sense it. now. That I get he's it. Not I get around. it. I get it. But now he's gone, and I think at that point all is forgiven. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean. There's more important things, and now it's guess what? Now, now do Vinny and Dime right? 
and 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 do this thing and, and make it That's special. Perspective. Well, the, yeah. na- the naysayers so, will be shut up pretty quickly if they come out and actually put on. An awesome show. Yeah, I mean, if it comes out, and well, that's what and that's what I'm worried about. Amazing, I want it to be yeah. really, really good. Yeah, be- while it better it's not all- suck. Otherwise, oh, it'll they're be they're not going to get any of these shows because I think yeah. it's going to be on every Wimmer yeah. freaking festival. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have plenty of chances, and me and my buddies are going to absolutely follow it everywhere. Yeah, but it has to be good. And I think if they it, do a good job, man, they're going to they'll hit every corner of the world. I think it sucks. They're going to get destroyed before we get to Doug Summer. Number one, we do have a stand up microphone. Uh, that everybody can use. I want to thank... Uh, Cor- that is yeah, what about heroin? Heroin's a crazy drug, isn't it? So we have That's this... Ed uh, McMahon microphone. We have a stand-up microphone stand now that we use here, and if you have a joke or something, you pretend you're a comedian and you do that. Uh, hey, Doug, how are you doing? Yeah, there you go. It's good yeah, to be back. Hey, yeah. What's the deal with airline I see food? your hands are smoother than normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's that's that. And also, Gee, your hair smells terrific. Bob. Also, Doug, you, I might as well throw this out there. This is going to be great. Wait till you guys hear this story. Uh, cornbread. If you notice to your right uh, of the bar there, there is some uh, stale graham crackers. Okay. Those graham crackers are for nipples. The uh, uh, no-tailed squirrel. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now you might be asking yourself, see, Doug, I'm telling you. Wait, and we're going to close Lazy I've missed, Acres. I've missed a lot, apparently, dude, over the last two months. Yeah. Dude, your Lazy Acres show is going to be free bird, and we're going to just go <laughs> off into the sunset. So there is a, a squirrel. So the other, this was a, bit, a couple of weeks ago. Heartland and I are kind of hanging out here in the garage by ourselves. We're watching some baseball. And our neighbor, Diamond Dave, comes over and starts talking to us, right? Diamond Dave, you know, the, of Leaf Blower. Of course. Oh, yeah. After nine fame. Of course. The legend. The so le- he's, dude, we love Diamond Dave. He's great, all-time great neighbor. That's right. So he comes over and he starts talking to me in Heartland. And we're kind of, you know, we've had a couple, you know? And he's telling us about this squirrel that he has domesticated. And we're like, what are you talking about, man? He goes, well, his name is... I'm going to go. His name is uh, Nibbles. Okay. Right? Oh, okay. His name is Nibbles. And he, he, I'm like, oh, my God, I saw that squirrel. He doesn't have a tail. And he's like, yeah, he's, 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 got some, he's got some stories, right? He's seen things. <laughs> but now they feed him. He likes graham crackers. And he really likes, if you have pizza, cold pizza, he loves to eat cold oh, pizza. Well, who doesn't? So, right, who doesn't? So, so Heartland and I are sitting there, and we're like, Heartland, I'm, it was one of the best lines ever. He goes, nipple. It was like Norm MacDonald. He's like, nipples. Yeah, we get it. Nipples. And he goes, no, it's nibbles. And like, we couldn't like do it. We're like, nipples. We get it. Nipples, the squirrel, bro. We're, it's like this game's in the 12th inning. It's nipples, the squirrel. He's like, no, damn it. He's like getting mad. He's like, no, it's, it's nibbles. So anyway, it's nipples. So like the next day. The boys, my kids were like, Dad, why do you have, you know, I shouldn't say kids. I mean, they're, they're, they're grown school, young yeah, men they're now. Teenagers, but. And uh, that's why I can say this in front of them. Yeah. They're like, what's up with the graham crackers? That's for nipples, man. It's just, <laughs> the cat. This, <laughs> and they're like, is that that squirrel? So my kids, the wife, Heartland's family, everybody calls this thing nipples. <laughs> Heartland's wife's walking the dogs. She's like, I think I saw nipples. He was kind of over in Diamond Dave's. It's like, yeah. So that's what that's about. We have a domesticated squirrel. I fed him a couple days ago. 
he walks, he won't come up to you completely. And you got to remember, guys, I'm from Marietta. So I had friends who had yeah. domesticated all kinds of things, squirrels and raccoons and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they were trying to crossbreed a couple right? of them. Right, I hear, you hear me, Lancaster? You hear me back there? You hear me? Yeah, cornbread. And, you know, as a squirrel, I think yeah. I'd rather be named Nipples than Nibbles yeah. if I had the choice. Exactly. You know? Nipples a little more street cred. It is, it is. It's got a, a little more, more street It cred. does have a little so more So anyway, uh, everybody calls him Nipples now, and that's, that's, that's where we're going. I'm telling you, he was going to have me interview Nipples. Yes. <laughs> so, so... Cornbread's right. So the there was a episode. Point, yeah, there was a man, point last week. That. So we we had uh, a scheduling conflict. The, sh- the show couldn't happen last week. Yeah. So I was like, shit, that's like a couple weeks in a row. I gotta kind of, I gotta crank these out, right? As it says in the commercial, <laughs> gotta check this out every Friday, right? Right. So I said, here's the deal, man. Like, if this does, if this show's not happening, let's just have Cornbread interview Nipples, <laughs> and we'll play the theme song. We'll get the hell out of here. I does think it would be funny. Have a theme song? No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, uh, not yeah. yet. Not yet. Somebody want to text Anthony? I know. Get, get, we need to get Anthony Clay on the line Somebody and be like, Anthony. dude, we need a Nipples. We need a Nipples right. theme song. All right. Doug Blessing, All right. Rock House, please <laughs> save, save us. this show. Yeah. <laughs> save it. Please save it. Um, Doug, first of all, let's talk about some of the shows that you've seen. What, what have you been yeah, to? Yeah, I had a, 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 a strange summer concert-wise. Um, I, I haven't gotten to go to as many as normal because we've been so uh, so busy with the band, and I've just had a lot of stuff going on uh, traveling-wise and so forth. But uh, I started the summer off seeing a band that I had not seen since 1989, uh, Hall & Oates. I went and saw wow. Hall & Oates. Where'd you, where, now, where'd, they've uh, been at in River a couple Bend. different places. Okay, I yeah. saw them at River Bend. I Squeeze was, was the opener. I just caught oh. the end of Squeeze. Um, which I wish I would have gotten there a little and seen Squeeze all of them. Is awesome uh, but, but, yeah, Squeeze but, is awesome. But uh, we had a blast at, at Hall and Oates. Uh, uh, Renee and I went with the Coolos. Yeah, right. And uh, they, yeah, they, hit, they hit the whole. Oh. They hit the whole catalog. I will say that uh, you know, uh, don't say Daryl's voice. Daryl's kind of he's he's rounding third on the voice. I mean, but. You know, to his credit, he didn't try to cover it up with like a ton of tracks or it was still them performing the way that they're supposed to perform, which was endearing to me. I don't care if somebody's perfect or not. Right on, man. I just want to see the real deal. And, and they and they were. And uh, so that was cool. I got iconic. I hadn't seen them since Absolutely I was a teenager. So iconic. that was cool. And I know I don't care who you are. We all liked their music when we were growing up. Don't say Duran Duran. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't don't say Duran Duran because I am not oh, going yeah, yeah. down Hall that road. Like you can, you know, it's, it may sound funny. I said I went to Hall of Notes, but I mean, first of all, Daryl Hall, an incredible talent, and they had a great catalog back. You ever in the watch day, the you know? uh, yeah, live I mean, at Hall Daryl's house? Yeah, he yeah, everybody he's special. Special, man. Was it his band? Like well, in his Daryl's house band? Like yeah, those, tour, yeah they're kind of doing it now. Yeah, several of those people were in the in the band. Obviously, they had a huge band on stage. Uh, next one after that was uh, I was with Archie actually and Kevin Young. We went to see Enough's Enough and oh, Pretty yeah. Boy Floyd. Um, I li- I liked uh, the venue that was my oh and and the Midnight Devils, well, which yeah, actually were now, right? I didn't want to leave them out uh, because actually that was my favorite band of the night. They're I thought so the Midnight cool, Devils man. were incredibly entertaining. They're very entertaining. super fun, super energetic, agreed, funny, agreed. Like they had all agreed. the qualities of what made me like bands back in the day. They they were like uh, uh, you know. 20 pounds energy in a five pound sack. They're awesome. they, they couldn't be contained on the Jimmy stage. Mess. Jimmy, Jimmy Mess, Mess is lives tad, up to his name. He, he that does. dude is a hot mess. But once he gets yeah. up there, yeah. The drummer for this band boy, is called Jimmy up. Mess. Now he's played with how many different bands, too? There's I, I, some history. I only knew who he was because he was in Pretty Boy Floyd for a hot minute and uh and I became friends with him on social media there you go. during that period of time. 
And uh, man, that dude is crazy, dude. I mean, yeah. he's nuts. Great drummer, though. He's a great drummer. Man, that's, I he, love and, that band. And he's shameless, dude. I mean, he, he'll come up to you. He's like, man, I just, you know, took this, 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 and this. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I can yeah. hardly see straight, but how you Let's doing, go. bro? He comes I, out on the patio. We're out there hanging out, drinking. Um, did you give him a, who gave him a smoke? Somebody gave him a smoke. I think Bob gave him a smoke. Bob Klein. Bob gave Klein, him a smoke. that's right. But we're out there Drummers got to stick you know, together. Um, you know, just a, a bunch of the, you know, local riffraff. We're all hanging out on the patio. And uh, Jimmy Mess comes out. He's wearing um, big, like, uh, white clog shoes, fishnet stockings, a, <laughs> yeah. a skirt with, with a chain mail belt, and a net shirt that was ripped up. And he's got, like, green streaks in his hair. He's got white face powder on. And he reeks. He smells like he just walked out of Willie Nelson's closet. Nice. And he just comes up with his eyes sagging. and was like, what's up, man? And, and I'm like, you know what? When you go to a concert, the, you, the last thing you expect to see is – one of the people from one of the bands just walk out by themselves and right, hang right, out right, with right. all the local That's all cool. the local guys and drink on the patio, man. But he came out and just he he didn't want to hang out in the back. He wanted to come out and party with all of us. So he walked out out to the patio, bummed a smoke off my drummer, and couple, stood, and, a stood and hung out with us at the table couple. and drank. Venue, yeah. Did you say that was King of Clubs? Oh, man. this King okay. of Clubs. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, a, yeah, it was yeah, a fun yeah. night. Man. It's a cool it's, venue. You yeah. know how good enough's enough sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, Pretty Boy, Boy Floyd, Floyd was kind of. I mean, like the sound quality was when they were playing. I don't know what was going on. It, it kind of like the sound didn't sound that great. Um, but it was, you know, it was obvious. You know, I'm obviously a huge fan. It was good to see him. But I, I really was. Uh, uh, ex- and Pretty Boy Floyd showed up late. They were supposed to open there up for some, the for the uh, enough's enough, and they got in late. On there their, was a lot yeah. happening. I think yeah. I don't know if that was when one of the uh, and Bob Fly Pattern Bob could probably speak better to this, but one of the towers like they had stuff shut down. Do you remember mm-hmm. when that happened? Like people were sick or something. Do you that was that was the weekend of that was the around flight, that show. When all those flights yeah. were going. Is that on your app, yeah, Bob? Yeah, Is that yeah, on yeah. your app? That wasn't on his app, but but anyway, yes. so it was cool to finally get to go to King of Clubs. I'm super excited to go there in November for Wasp. Because oh, there you go. Why are you looking like, at me, dude? Oh, I'll go to that because show. Because it seems like we bought those tickets like well, years ago. It's sold ago, out, dude. Yeah, it's, it's sold in. out. Yeah. Have they been kicking it? Because it's only, what, a year or so old? The, uh, the venue. King the venue? of Clubs? Yeah, the venue. Oh, it's doing really well. Yeah, they opened during the pandemic, actually, right? They're the, doing like, yeah. the end Towards the, the end of it. Towards the end of it, yeah. And they're catering to that... The rock crowd where they're filling a void in the town and and they're doing it. I enjoy I really enjoy it. You know, we've had Ricky out here at the garage. The continent is is pretty crazy of you, especially if you grew up going there. Like I worked there growing up as a teenager, the continent. And it's like, it blows my mind when I go there and like I get like flashbacks. I'm like, man, everything looks so different. But the venue itself, the King of Clubs is awesome. I mean, they they do a lot of things right. Yeah. Before we get to some of the shows that Rock House has done. Uh, a show that I, I I don't think Doug went that weekend, but I did see his daughter running stuff, mm. man. Yeah. For, for at Picktown Palooza, that was so cool that's to you see need her, to have dude. On and talk to because we my, yelled at her and she was like, yeah. turn around. She gave us the deal horn. You she should seriously have my daughter on and talk to because my, my daughter ass, my daughter started working for Promo West, um, doing lights as an intern. And now she works full time for them. And I, I, I'll, I'll don't get it's me going awesome. on. I'll talk about my yeah, daughter. Yeah, right. But yeah. anyways, my daughter has ran lights for like so many of my favorites. She's uh, ran lights for Alice Cooper, for Stephen Piercy, Tom Kiefer, you know, that the whole, cool. the whole pick town thing. She has done uh, tons of shows at legend Valley. So a lot of you, your bands, right. She's done for like a lot of the jam bands and sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she has got stories for days and she's 23 years old and That's she's already awesome. been in, you know, and completely engrossed in that environment That's so that cool. we all love when we were growing up. And yeah. like over these last few years, since the, 
pandemic waned and she got back and started working full time. And dude, she's got stories for days. Picktown she's Palooza. Doing it for a living. Oh my dude, God, at yeah. Picktown Palooza, we all yelled at her and she yeah. turns around. And it's like me and the Kulos. And yeah. we're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah. I'm very proud of her. I'm you like, should man, be, Doug. We were, oh, yeah. She's, we were, she's, she's, we she's we loving life. She's a, she's a chip off the old block That's for very sure. Cool. Yeah, for sure. So, as far as Rock House, we got to start with the Lazy Acres show. All right. Because <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to talk because I know you're heading down to Key West soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, dude, I've been watching so many. The wife and I, on Sunday nights, we go through, like, these Key West live cams. Yeah, dude, it's There's awesome. some really good ones. And there's, a, there's I saw a band, but I got to tell you about them that I want to see. If, when you guys are down there, if you get a chance. I don't think. Good Lord. <laughs> there's the? a party. <laughs> oh, there's a party going on. <laughs> oh my god like i i mean the white castle yeah dude that's not oh my. some racks that y'all oh, nice rack shirt by the way hey gr- quick story about racks and i'm not going to say my nephew's racks. name but and because he's in here's the thing my nephew very very successful these days but down in marietta and this would have been you know right when he was kind of in high school uh, he got let go the first day at Rax. They told him he wasn't Rax material. Uh, <laughs> There's only two of them left. Yeah, in the and yeah. he, like when he goes and talks to people, he tells that story. Yeah, it's awesome. it's it's really he wasn't Rax material. Man, where do you go from there? One of the greatest. <laughs> where, where do you go? One after of the that? one of the greatest salad bars ever. Yes. Let's hear about Lazy Acres. Here we go, everybody. Lazy Acres, <laughs> Doug <all> Blessing. <laughs> tell us about. Tell us about that show. Uh, well, here I'll say. Here's I'll say the uh, same thing I said when you, you know, when you and I were were chatting on the air last week, mm-hmm. Arch. Uh, so the great thing about Lazy Acres, if if you're a band from you know Ohio, is that you have all the time in the world to set up. You can get there and start setting up anytime you want that day. You've got all that space to work with. They have an incredible stage, incredible light show, video screens. So you have that rare ability to actually be creative with your show. Whereas most of us that play out, you've got, you know, maybe an hour and a half, two hours to set up wherever you go. You might be the second or third band on a bill if you're playing a f- small festival or something like that. I got you. So you're tight. You know, you do what you, you get there. You set your stuff up the same way every time and you kind of have your system down. And we try to take advantage of that extra time and that space every year at Lazy Acres and, and do all the things that we were like wish we could do during the year. Sweet. We just simply don't have time or the ability so, you know, knowing that this show was coming all year, we, we had these practices along the way, you know, with Cliff Marsh on saxophone and our buddy Todd Waits on the keyboards. And we added in a bunch of medleys and stuff like that that we just normally don't have the time or the ability to do. And it was a blast, man. It was like we just we just let all the stops out. Yeah. Doug, you said and I do that. These are your words. You said that was the best. That was the most fun you've ever had. That it was, was the best show you've had. It and was the it, most fun. To that see I, the pictures, yeah. folks, and go on, go on to Rock Houses. Now, I, I, I follow you guys on Facebook. So go, go check out these pictures. It, it's it's amazing. It was some great, of the videos, man. even Corbett had been talking to me. He's like, dude, you see some of the, yeah, they some of Cornbread's buddies were there. Like, dude, you got to see these videos. It was it was awesome, man. It was, we, you knew it was going into it, but a lot of times it wouldn't lend itself to be what you expected it to be. But yeah, at a lazy acres, it does. It just yeah, seems like that is just like that's the place to see rock. And, and like, you know, and it, it really is. is and man. it is like people were wearing wigs, Hansberry. <laughs> yeah. You like saw like these pictures. Like there was these group. There was all these people out there with. Their wigs on and their yeah. bandanas That's on. Awesome. And it's awesome. And, and it really is the people that makes that place so special. Any band that has ever played there 
will tell you that, you know, and I've ran into bands, um, you know, we when we played up at Putin Bay or up near Cleveland, and I've gotten to know some of the bands from the scene up there, and a lot of them have played at Lazy Acres, and they all adore it because of the people. Right. It's the people. The people that are there every weekend, the seasonal campers and all the regulars out there, they bring their A game every week. They are ready to party. They are ready to, they are ready to listen to some music and let loose. And you, you don't experience that everywhere that you play, you know? So it's Dude, great. I'm telling you, man, Doug, honest to God, we're the same age mm -hmm. and we love the same music. Um, I love talking on the radio about music, but I just, you're, that's like the one gig. If I, if I could do something at my age, it's, it's what you're doing, Doug. Yeah. It's what you're doing. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. And you're playing the music we love. Yeah, and it's, dude. It's I mean, awesome. honest to God, man. I'm incredibly, incredibly lucky. It's, yeah. it's, it's so yeah. fun to watch. I mean, we all take, dude, we all text each other. Blessings here, blessings there. Did you see this picture? It's it's a fun ride to be on as your buddy and just to follow it. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. It, it, yeah. It's it's such a cool thing. And now you got this Key West trip. And and oh, I've tried to explain yeah. to people the Key West thing and how it really does kind of, if you've only got a couple of weeks of vacation, how it kind of zaps you as far yeah. as explain that again and, and then tell people, because I thought that was really cool. Did we talk about, I think that was, was we it did, on here or was it on We the, talked on about it last time I was on here. Uh, you Say, know, I'd come back and we chatted a little bit about it. about it. And it's, you know, it is a, uh, it's kind of like we built, it's the foundation of our year every year is playing in Key West. And we kind of build everything around that. And we typically play the spring and the fall. Um, and as I mentioned to you, it, it makes it tough. Um, uh, because we play Wednesday to Tuesday. So for like, you know, the guys, you know, like stretch, you know, that have, you know, full-time jobs, you got to take two weeks of vacation mm, because you can't, right. it's not like it's a Saturday to a Friday right. or, you know, Sunday to a Saturday. So thinking of the crowds yeah. that they sure, get and yeah. how it yeah. works for vacations and stuff. Right. So you got, yes. But, but I think what you're speaking to is exactly right. So like people down there, it doesn't matter what night of the week it is. Every, sure. every night's right. a Saturday it's, night it's there. Actually, some of the, some of the like slower nights we've had there would have, would have, might've been a Saturday or Sunday, whereas some of the busiest nights were Tuesday or people Wednesday. Yeah, they're ready like to they're go. rolling into town they're for a long to weekend go. and they are ready to tear it yeah. up. You know, we've had some we've had some <laughs> Tuesdays there where we walked out they were like, holy shit, dude, it's fucking people are crazy in there, man. <laughs> yeah, so you just never know. Yeah, so it, it's uh it, it's great. Now next now for 2023, we're we're only gonna go once um, because we have some other stuff that we're working on for the spring um, that wouldn't allow us to do uh, to do two weeks down in Key West. So we're going to just do once next year and try a few other things out. Cause we've got a lot, you know, we've got a lot of stuff that we want to do. And, uh, and I like to play new places. There's nothing better than I think anybody in any band would say this. The coolest thing in the world is when you go play some player somewhere where people do not know who you are and you win them over and you yeah. win them over. Yeah. 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 It's great. Here when you play comes, oh, oh, yeah. It's fly pattern. That was total black, black ops. ops. Okay, okay, all right. This well, we we've gone down that shit river on this show. Might so, as well keep it going. But anyways, that, when so, does that go down? When does that go? So down? we're leaving. So you know, this show uh, we're 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 filming this here the right before the uh, end of September. Um, so we're getting ready to leave uh, here in the next few weeks. So our actual gigs are the uh, October fifth to the eleventh. Okay. Yeah. So all right. So there's the 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 trip to Key West. Can we talk about New Year's Eve? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Let's, let's yeah, I'm go glad ahead. you mentioned that. I might have forgotten to bring that up. Yeah. Talk talk about that now because we, we know when you guys are heading to Key West, but this this New Year's Eve thing, and I think some of the guys have even been I've 
tried to spread the word with everybody a little bit. Yeah. Talk about New Year's Eve and, and what's going to go down. I'm, I'm, where I'm, and- I'm very excited to talk about it, actually. So, so crazy enough, like it, when I started, um, you know, doing stuff with you guys at QFM when we were the house band, it like kind of opened my mind a little bit. Like there's a lot of cool opportunities here in Columbus to do awesome stuff, but somebody's got to take the reins on it. You know, I mean, right. and, you know, we, we got the Mike Dorsey's of the world that or idea people. And like, you know, I've got this great idea. I just got to figure out a way to execute it. And early in 2020, I'd had this idea. I'm like, man, I'd love to put together a big new year's Eve show. Yeah. Cause we had played, you know, you came out to our other Dude, ones. We've had, you had, some we've had some good ones. Yeah. New year's Eve. So then I had yeah. an idea after coming out of those, I'm like, you know, maybe do a bigger one. We have multiple bands and a bigger venue and so forth. Well, then obviously the pandemic hit. And even in 2021, I was a little nervous to try anything cause it was still an atmosphere right. that didn't play well to, doing that. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to take the chance on um, something like that on COVID flaring back up and destroying everything. So I went to this year. So I sat down with my buddy, Steve Klein, who owns a uh, production company who we've done a lot of stuff with and I've known him for decades. Yeah. He's a great dude. And, um, I said, Hey man, why don't don't you and I put together a big new year's Eve thing? You know, I mean, I know all the, I've got the hotel background, so I know how to get the hotel stuff together. You've got the production background. We know all the bands, um, let's do it. And, uh, we decided to do it. And, um, so it's going to be at the Hilton Polaris. Um, awesome. the venue, uh, there, they put a max on us at 450 people. And, uh, listen I, to these numbers. Hans yeah. Berger. So we had we got 450 numbers. people and we've had the Facebook page up for about at this, at the taping of this about three and a half weeks. And we've already got over 900 followers on it. We're getting ready to break a thousand actually. So, you know, it's going to sell out. Um, but you know, I, uh, I, I immediately came to Dorsey and was like, Hey man, I want to get QFM involved. Um, so, you know, QFM is going to, going to be our, uh, you know, official media sponsor and so forth. So we'll start running ads uh, for that, uh, in the fall here. And, um, and it's going to be great, man. And we've got band wise, I'll just rattle it down real Listen quick. To this. Listen so to this. first band I, I wanted to reach out to because, you know, we, you know, when we were the house band, I would have been like, you know, it'd been great. It would have loved, loved to have been involved with something like this. First band I reached out to was the groove. Yeah. You know, I was the like, Q, I want the QF 96 house Killer. band there. Killer so the groove's going to be there. Obviously rock house is playing. Uh, Shuck and Bubba Deluxe, who's <laughs> been a staple, so good, dude. A staple so in Columbus good. for decades. You know, Soga, obviously a huge uh, hero of mine. Yeah, I wanted to be ours, him dude. when I was growing all up. Of, all so. of ours. I, I, kind of, of I secretly yeah. wanted to Rick cut Soga. my hair, but I'm yeah, right. embarrassed to ask him. And right? then, you know, right. be, I would love to have Soga cut my and hair. And then, you know, we wanted, to appeal to, we wanted to appeal to every demographic. So we got the groove doing the classic rock thing. Obviously, Rock House doing the 80s rock thing. Uh, Shuck and Bubba covering the pop rock dance tubs. We got we had to have a country component in there. The biggest country band uh, in Central Ohio, this without question. This is North nuts. to Nashville. North to Nashville. Um, incredible Absolute dudes. Freaking Louis. Yeah, great band. Um, and extremely uh, passionate following that they have. So, uh, so we got the. Damn. Yeah. So that's our lineup, man. And we're, it's gonna be it's gonna be killer. It's gonna be the greatest party of the year. And yeah. and those are gonna go on sale when? So the actual tickets for the event are gonna go on sale the first week of November. Um, and, uh, you know, we're expecting it to sell out real quick. Okay. Now we've got the hotel room block open and running. Um, and so people want to make their reservations. You oh, do shit. It's a Saturday night this year. It's too. a Saturday. Yeah. New Year's yeah. Eve is a Saturday yeah. night, which is awesome. Uh, we will have the, uh, the, uh, football games, uh, on a big screen TV for those that want to, you know, I'm a part of this football. Hansberry. Yeah. yeah Archie's going to be hosting on, you know, so. oh, we got, <laughs> yeah, dude. lots more to come. But, Madness uh, twins but yeah. are super excited. Yeah. yeah. Super excited. It's going to be killer. And you do not have to stay at the hotel to go to the, to go to the party. Oh, uh, cool. Which That's is a good unlike, thing. unlike at the Marriott when we were there, you had to stay, it had to be a package now you can just come to the event if you want you can stay at any hotel you can go home if you want whatever 
but uh, it's going to be killer, man. Seven hours of, I cannot wait. of partying cannot and, wait. and great bands. And yeah, it's going to be a blast, dude. Can't uh, wait. Doug, if people want to find out about Rock House, how do they do it? Uh, if you want to see our full schedule, uh, you can go to our website at rockhouseofficial.com or just check us out on Facebook at uh, Rock House Columbus. And we've still got a lot of great shows coming up. Uh, Varsity Club for the uh, Iowa game. Uh, Archie, you're hosting that day. I saw on the yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be down there with you for. Do the we know what Club. time that is? I don't know. They haven't announced okay. that game time yet. We're, I know. We're that, head, uh, when I was just airs, hoping you knew something. I didn't. Yeah. So when this airs, we're we're uh, headlining uh, Columbus Oktoberfest September 10th. So uh, it'll be that the weekend that this uh, airs oh, that's coming uh, up. The Saturday. Yeah, that's yeah, a Saturday okay. as well. That was good. And uh, and of course we've got Key West coming up and. Uh, just a couple dude. more scattered show. Our Halloween show is coming up and all that stuff. So it's just been a great year, dude. I'm just happy to be back out there doing the do, you know? Hansberry, uh, we got to talk about as far as uh, Sunday 95 and the Sunday This Morning show. Well, yeah, uh, there's, let's, there's, a, there's a Stacey McKay fan right there. <laughs> somebody's just... Somebody's, is that yeah, right? I don't know who that was. Uh, Where's that going? Who is that? Thurman's. Oh, Thurman's. That was Mike from Thurman Cafe. Yeah, oh, come over so here with some, there some food. Now he's yeah. no kidding, right? No yeah, kidding. No, uh, yeah, I, I and do I want to try, and I make sure Stacey you Dino. give everybody's podcast a plug as yeah. well because yeah. uh, you know I've appeared on on Dinos and stuff, and I do, I love yeah, those. Too, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know that that's the, the Sunny people. They, you know they, they pay the bills, <laughs> the, the Adele songs. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm. You can find me uh, on Instagram, Greg Hansberry. But yeah, the other uh, other big thing is the Whiskey Business Podcast yeah. with Dino Tripodis. Uh, he hosts, and I kind of is his, his, his fun side. So it's it's and, it's um, that's it's one of the best in town. Yeah, and you guys do a great job. And 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 the guys that even work on the on the video side mm-hmm. that you, when you guys yeah, put John Whitney or I mean, he does a great producer. job. It's yeah. just it's it's really well done and. I, it's funny, man, when I do the, and I tap that on QFM and a lot of these cats have been with Dino. They're like, yeah, man, I was with Dino. I know. It's, oh, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we got yeah, this. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's a, it's a great show. Yeah. Hands no, well, thank you. I mean, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a cool anchor for a lot of this stuff. I mean, getting to know all you guys through the podcast community that way. And, and stuff. It, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's and fun. you get to drink while you, while quote unquote, this. work. Honey, I'm working. <laughs> Cornbread, do you have any upcoming gigs? No, he does not. Flight Pattern Bob, are we going to see you anywhere? Class reunion. Oh, Bob's got his 50th class, class reunion. The big 5 He's got his 50th class reunion. Boy. And that's coming up in September, right? Because he can't go to the Marcus King show with me now. Yeah. He's bummed. But he's excited to show his uh, classmates his long hair. <laughs> Isn't that great? And, and Bob, uh, you know what? And, and Bullshit. Let me make sure. Uh, you guys see that shirt that Bob has on? Yeah, uh, the Great Cut 2024. Bob, Bob, you know we kid. Bob really is a, a an oh, amazing gentleman. A, a ruler. I, well, yes. to Measure his. And ponytail. I know, I know. Heartland said he was a shitty father in the last episode, <laughs> but but and 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 me and Cornbread laughed really really hard. But number one, Bob is not a shitty father. He's an awesome father, and his kids are great. But Bob. <laughs> What are you doing in 2024? Bob's letting his hair grow until 2024, and, and that's that's a legit thing, and he's doing it for a great cause. Yeah, there's a group called the Long Hairs I'm in. The Long Hairs. And uh, in 2024, we're going to get everybody together in San Diego and do a, do a group cut. They're going to do a group cut. set a world record for the most hair cut at one event. Yeah. But the hair goes to an organization called uh, Children with Hair Loss. I'm giving you a, oh, Bob. The, they give wigs to kids for free. 
a lot of these other big name ones you've heard, they charge the kids for mm. them. Oh. They, get, they wow. give the wigs to uh, to the kids for free. Once a year, they get a new wig. Fantastic. So, right. And, and the kids are asking for longer hair. They'd like to have 12 inch wigs. So. And if well, anybody yeah, wants man. to be a part of this, and I know, Bob, they can barely. They all want to look like Flight Pattern Bob. I know they can barely Gray hear hair. you, Bob. I'm going to have, this is the editing. I'm going to have to do Hansberry. You can edit a podcast. You know, oh, I'm going to have to crank his, his audio up on that because that's something that needs to be heard if people want to be a part of that bob how do they where did you how did you become a part the, the of it the group is called the long hairs the long hairs yeah, so right. what do you want to, to google or duck duck go that shit yeah, yeah it's right it's on every, man it's every place and there's okay. another group called serious hair guys <laughs> and they post their long hair pictures too and a lot of them are involved in this uh awesome this fundraiser so it's great Isn't that great right that is good. I got I in trouble for looking up long hair pictures recently. <laughs> okay. I got in trouble. Uh, I got in trouble awesome. for looking up Duck Duck Go. I spelled yeah. a couple of words wrong. Enough. Yeah, you mess yeah, up yeah, one I letter, mean, dude. Yeah, you throw a couple you of letters in there. Mess up one Woo. letter. It could go south. Yes, yes, cornbread. I do have one thing I want to say. Okay, what's what do you want? Oh God. Okay. Oh, there are some hornets. There's some licky guys. <laughs> hornets Nation. Yes. Edit. <laughs> Listen Hornets to Heartland. What do you got? Go Lady Hornets, beat the Johnnies. Beat the Johnnies. Well, you know beat that Tommy Johnnies. McCullough. I don't care. Okay. He's a Johnny, right? He is a Johnny, yeah. man. So he is disgusting. a Johnny. Yeah. All right. Lady Hornets. When is that game? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. So that'll be yesterday for the for those of you downloading. <laughs> yeah. The and, show. and I'm just going to throw this out what, there. What? I'm going to I'm going to take a stab that Tommy McCullough's first concern for tomorrow night is not that the yes. lady no. the lady Johnnies beat the Hornets. <laughs> lady Hornets and the Johnnies and, the... and he's probably got some other stuff going lady on. Johnnies? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The lady Johnnies. Well, I'm not editing. I'm not editing any of this shit because this was a really funny show and I will kind of edit when I took a piss break and at the halfway point, but uh Bob's Bob comes out and he's like it's a really good one, man. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know it is. Night Ranger John. Night Ranger John. How are you, man? He's are you okay? Tonight. He He's has. It's, tonight. I feel yeah. bad. Are you okay? He loves listening to the stories. It's good scene. It's been a while since Night Ranger John has yeah, been out. I've seen Night Ranger John since the spring. Yeah. All right. Heartland, you, Heartland. Yeah, he's good. Don't even make eye contact. Protect Joe. If 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 Heartland could get any message out there, protect Joe Burrow. That is, if he makes it through week one, you can see yourself. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bob, it just hit me. I've got Steelers and Bengals fans in here. I we need to get out of here, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for all the downloads. Hey, don't forget Mark Kendall. As soon as we are done with this, Mark Kendall awesome. had a chance to talk to him from Great White. You don't want to miss that. Until the next episode, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out. Obet Zucchini Fest always has a great concert lineup, and this year is no different. Headlining the main stage this Friday is Great White. And on the QFM 96 hotline with me now, founding member and lead guitarist, Mark Kendall. Hey, Mark, what's up, man? Uh, just chilling today, uh, getting ready to go out, looking forward to getting to Columbus and uh, seeing all the fans. Right on. How's your summer been so far, bro? Excellent. Doing a lot of shows around the country and uh, 
it's going going really well. Um, you know, the shows are going great. We just played with Tesla last week. That was a lot of fun because we have so much history with them and everything. And uh, so, yeah, just just shows are going killer. I, I'm, a lot of fun. I'm glad you brought that one up because I, I saw the the picks from that one. Was that the one out in Washington State? Uh, yeah, we did two shows. Um, was that with Queensryche? I saw some pics, man. I was like, oh, my God, oh, that looked yeah. awesome. It might have been Queensryche. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was last week. The gotcha. week before was Tesla. <laughs> right on, man. Hey, I, I got to ask you, I mean, the addition of Andrew Freeman, who I, I think he's just an awesome front man, and I've seen him with Last in Line a few times. I mean, how's he fitting in so far? A- absolutely wonderful. I mean, the fans are just going crazy. They they just love him. He sings the songs perfect. We're writing right now like crazy. Um you know, he just goes out. He's very natural uh, on stage, you know, as far as engaging the crowd. Nothing scripted. You don't know what he's going to say from night to night. <laughs> he's great. He's great, man. Well, cool. I, I love the guy. I mean, you're, you're, you kind of, that was my next question, really, because, I mean, as the summer festival season kind of winds down, I mean, what are Great White's plans as far as the end of 2022 and as we look ahead into 2023? Uh, you got some new music, or what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been writing a lot, uh, sending uh, Andrew a lot of songs. Um, he's working on them now. We want to try to get something out next year, you know, do a video, the whole nine, and, uh, you know, try to blow some minds. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I, I'd like to throw I'd like to throw a couple of great white songs at you, songs that I get to play on my shows. And if you could give me just a, a little little insight or a backstory on them, and, and, I, and I'd like to start with a song that – you know, Mark, I say this all the time on the air. Uh, it's it's my favorite solo of yours and one of my all-time favorite solos, and that's House of Broken Love. What what do you remember about the, either the the writing? If you just want to talk about that solo, because I, I, it's one of my all-time favorites, Mark. Well, um, the solo, I really didn't have anything, so it was one of these solos that kind of... Uh kind of had to grow in the studio. I, I really didn't have anything planned or, or whatever, but, um, you know, I just wanted to keep it kind of melodic, memorable. Um, so that, that was about it, really. I, I remember taking quite a while to put it together, but I guess it's worth it. You know, one of my early influences, I've told the story before, but when I was 14 and starting to get my way around the neck pretty good and discover Carlos Santana, I, I I swear I wanted to be him, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, he played so melodic and, and so everything he did was so memorable, but he also had the, that feel, you know, like he squeezed notes for whatever and just bleed the notes out of his pores of his skin or something. Um, so that's kind of who I gravitated towards at first, you know, and then I discovered a lot of other guitar players, but yeah, so I, that solo, yeah, it's kind of, you know, I mean, an upstart could probably learn it. I mean, it's, it's, but an upstart could probably learn the Stairway to Heaven solo too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. It's all about the feel on that one, Mark. I think that's, yeah. that's one that, man, when I hear it, boom, I'm in high school, it's summertime. I just, it's one of those ones with so much feeling, man. And it's just one of my all time, I, I hold it in high regard. I really do, Mark. Thanks, Archie. Appreciate it. Really do. Hey, I'm also obsessed with opening songs, and whether it's opening songs on the on an album or a 
a song that a band likes to open shows with. I, I discuss it all the time on my radio show, my podcast uh, as well. And one of my favorite opening songs on a record is Lady Red Light from Once Bitten. What can you tell us about yeah. that riff, that riff itself? Yeah. Uh, it's, if you want to hear something funny about that riff, it's uh, the song was actually done without the riff on it. And uh, the producer said, hey, why don't you put some kind of lick, you know, before it? And I go, well, I can't, I can't do eruption. You know, I got to <laughs> th- And he said, just do something. And so I just did that. And uh, we just tagged it on the front, you know. But, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, sometimes I like stuff like that, even if it's like street noise or something or, you right. know, some kind of just sounds you know, created from wherever. And that's just really kind of a noise thing, you know, but it's guitar. I mean, it's cool, but it, it, uh, it it seems to create a dynamic because when the band launches in, you you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It kind of of pushes it one, one notch further. So, yeah. Do you have a, a favorite song to open up with live? Do you have one that you always kind of We've opened with several different songs. Like in our very early years, we used to open with, like on tour with Judas Priest and stuff, we used to open with a song called Dead End that was kind of just screaming fast, you know, punch, punch, punch. And then uh, I remember a couple tours we used to open with Shot in the Dark. It's more of a mystique kind of opening, you know, with that, that low droning note. Yeah. And the guitar comes in and then the band launches in or whatever that, that was pretty effective. Uh, right now we've been opening with desert moon, which is kind of, nice. you know, cool, cool groove, you know? So yeah, a bunch, bunch of different stuff. Uh, it's important, you know, isn't it? Is it, it is it important to you? I mean, is that something you guys think about? Cause I ask a lot of artists this and I am, I'm obsessed with opening songs cause it sets the mood for everything, obviously, but it, that is a it, it is and it kind of it could be in the mood you're in too right yeah it really does set the mood because um i i kind of picture the our set like a song you know like come out come out kind of like gangbusters or like i said we did the mystique thing that worked too but you know you kind of come out uh with a lot of energy and then it just sets the pace for the song you know you go up and down and you know, maybe yeah. with a, cu- a couple rockers and then bring it down to something like Face the Day or something with more dynamics and, you know, just kind of cruise that way instead of flatlining the whole set and everything's kind of similar. Right? Uh, I love you know? I love hearing stories like that, man, and what goes through your guys' minds and stuff like that. Well, it, this last question, and it's not about a song per se. I mean, it's more about an album. And, and over the years, it's become one of my favorite Great White records. And that's 1999's Can't Get There From Here. I don't think it gets talked about yeah. enough. I think Rolling Stone right. uh, appears in your set list sometimes. Uh, that's That yeah. song, that record. When I talk to great white fans, Mark, or, yeah. or bring it yeah. up on the air, they say the same thing, how much they love that album and what little respect it gets in the whole catalog and just in the genre itself. Yeah. Well, we do have Rolling Stone in the set nice. uh, now, and um, that album has a lot of good songs on it. We had a great experience, um, you know, working with Jack Blades from Night Ranger. He produced the album. We recorded it in you know, a very nice location in Santa Rosa, California. 
and it has a lot of great material on it, but it was more of a timing issue than anything, really, I think. Um, you know, rock was kind of on the yeah. back burner, yeah. coming off the end of the Seattle boom and everything. Um, it just didn't get a lot of attention. Um, we went over to Sony with John Klogner, who, you know, he toured with uh, Aerosmith and everything. And he just felt like the 80s ended too soon and that we had more to say. So um, he, he kind of signed Rat, Us, and Whitesnake. And, but he didn't really have the budget to push it. So, yeah. you know, it, it was unfortunate. But, uh, but, like, for instance, the records weren't in the markets. Uh, Rolling Stone was number one in Detroit on the radio, on rock radio, and we sold 75 records that week. <laughs> wow, man. We played it. I mean, we played it. Yeah, I mean, you. I remember yeah. you coming into studio. I mean, we played it on QFM. And Had that come out, it, it, you know, around the era and when when things were in heyday, high gear mode, uh, that album, I think, would have done well. I agree. Totally agree. Man, it, thanks for taking the time. Great White this Friday at the Obet Zucchini Fest. Mark Kendall, thank you so much for taking the time, bro. It was, it was an honor to talk. Great hearing your voice again, man. Thanks. You too, Archie. Thanks, man, for playing our music.